0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 6, verses 45 through 52. This is Jesus walking on water. And there is a parallel text to this passage in Matthew, which we covered. It was Matthew 14, 22 through 33. But there's one especially significant difference between the two passages, that difference being that Matthew includes Peter walking on water and Mark does not. We're going to talk about that as well as one other thing that pops up in this text that I think is worth Worth mentioning. Before I dive into it, I want to thank the family leader again for being our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor. Just had a conversation with Bob Vanderplotz, the CEO of that ministry, and his wife. They're down in Marco Island, Florida, getting some work done down there. Things are going great with the ministry. You can find out more about it at the end of this podcast during Terry's announcements. Let's dive in. Chapter six, verse 45. Immediately, he made the disciples get into a boat and go before him to the other side to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. Now, you remember they were going to go get rest in yesterday's text and then this opportunity to minister to people came up so they put their rest on hold. Miraculously, Jesus fed a crowd of 5,000 men, probably more women and children, and now they're back in the boat to go to the other side. Verse 46. And after he had taken leave of them, he went up on a mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was on the sea and he was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully for the wind was against them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. We said in the previous podcast for Matthew, that would have been between about 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. It continues, he meant to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. Just quickly, when it says he meant to pass them by, it doesn't mean that he meant to walk past them without them seeing him. Obviously, if he wanted that, he would have walked past them further away where they couldn't see him. This is very likely a very purposeful meant to pass them by, so they could see him walking on the water and thus have his deity confirmed to them. But their initial reaction wasn't to say, oh my gosh, look, Jesus is God. I believe now. Rather, they were scared. They thought it was ghost. But immediately he spoke to them and said, take heart. It is I do not be afraid. And he got into the boat with them and the wind ceased and they were utterly astounded for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. So, Two things we're going to deal with here. First, about the fact that Peter walking on water isn't even included in this. And this is essentially Peter's gospel. It is Peter's eyewitness accounts through Mark, a convert of Peter's, who's written this stuff down decades after it happened. So, why would Mark not include Peter walking on water? Mark would obviously have been familiar with that story. Many scholars believe it's because Peter, whenever he told the story, or presumably whenever anybody asked him about it, he downplayed it because he didn't want to boast about himself. He don't want to make himself the center of the story. And so whether Peter explicitly told Mark, don't include that because I don't want that to be the focus of this story, or whether Mark just knew that because they hung out together and Mark wanted to honor Peter's wishes in that regard, we don't know. At the end of the day, the main reason it wasn't included is because the Holy Spirit didn't inspire Mark to include it. If I were able to interview Mark or Peter on the CC podcast conversations, I'd certainly ask him that question. It's interesting to me, but it doesn't cause me to doubt the narrative. I just wonder why. Why it is the way it is, particularly since Peter played such a big part in that story. The other thing I want to touch on in this text is in verse 52. It just mentioned that the disciples in the boat who saw Jesus were utterly astounded, flabbergasted, could not believe that Jesus, the one they've been following, who's been doing miracles, healing people, casting out demons, feeding 5,000 people, had power over natural physical laws and could walk on water. And then it gives a glimpse to us as to where. Where their astonishment comes from. In verse 52, it says, for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. In other words, they saw 5,000 people get fed, but they didn't understand what was going on. And I don't know to what degree their hearts were hardened. I don't know exactly what that means, but there's some level of inability for them to grasp the power of Jesus Christ to take five loaves and two fishes and feed 5,000 plus people with them. It's like they had blinders on. They weren't able to see it for what it really was. Their hearts were hardened. But now they see Jesus on the waves and they are astonished because their eyes are being opened to who he really is. Now this is a silly example, but for a long time I knew my wife in college as a very good friend, almost like a sister. I wasn't attracted to her. I thought she was an amazing young lady. I told my mom one time that I thought she'd make an amazing wife for someone and at that very same time, not even thinking I would want her to be my wife. She was incredible. But it's like the Lord had blinders on me until I was ready to have those blinders taken off so that I could have a desire to pursue her. If that had started from the get-go, we wouldn't have built a solid foundation that ended up being a strong marriage that we experienced today. And when I tell our story, it's literally like I couldn't see Jen for who she really was until December of 1995, when one night at a Christmas party at our apartment with a bunch of people, the blinders came off. And from that time on, I was very interested in my wife. The Lord gave us an opportunity to date each other and then we ended up being married and here we are. I don't know if that is anything like the hardness of heart that the disciples experienced. It's the only thing I can draw from in my own life where Jen was the same Jen. Jesus was the same Jesus all along, but the disciples for some reason were prevented from seeing him for who he really was until an appointed time. And it sounds like this walking on water incident is part of that appointed time when their understanding of Jesus as God, Jesus as powerful over nature, started to set in to a whole new level. Please forgive me. I'm not saying my wife is Jesus. And I'm not even saying that my blinders were similar to the disciples' hardness of heart. But I'm trying to figure out what exactly this means. The point is that to a degree, this walking on water episode was a scales falling off their eyes episode. They understood Jesus' deity in a whole new way. And that raises a question for you and me. Where are we on the spectrum of growing in our understanding of Jesus as God? Where are we? with regard to how powerful he is, how big he is, how worthy of reorienting our entire lives around him he is. This is a huge God. This is a huge savior, not some little religious token we can put in our pockets and pull them out on Sunday and Wednesday and kind of keep at a safe distance on the shelf. No, this is one who demands that he be the Lord of our lives, the ruler, the one around whom everything we are and have is oriented. Come back for more from the book of Mark tomorrow. Have a great The
0: Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives lives.